Welcome back. We're watching animated now. Welcome back. It's both good and bad, somewhere, somehow. Yes, the names are the same, but the story's changed. And the roles are all different and rearranged. But it's got potential. Yeah, it's got potential. The following's official. The following's official. You could let Sari die in a fire, and I would not mind. Wouldn't mind, wouldn't mind, wouldn't mind. Wouldn't mind, wouldn't mind, wouldn't mind. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm, Paul. I'm Tom Jones. <laughs> Today it is Transformers <laughs> Animated Season 1 wrap-up show. This is my... T- I, I was wooing Paul with my Tom Jones impersonation before we were recording, dear listener. Isn't it great? I'm a coal miner from a Welsh town. <laughs> Throw your underwear at me, ladies. Tom Jones! Okay, fuck off. <laughs> All right, dear listener, you know how we do this. This was a quick season, though, Paul. Like, we're... Yeah. We, Coming off Ghost Ghostbusters, Go-Bots. Coming nice off Go-Bots. Ghostbusters. Yeah, where it was like thirty some episodes, one you know, two different volumes, thirty some episodes each. This is this was a sixteen episode season. Uh, so let's get into it. We're going to do all our least favorite things, um, and then we'll do our favorite things. Paul, who was your least favorite Decepticon? Decepticon. Well, and I always have to stress this is least favorite, but. <laughs> If Soundwave counts, then Soundwave, because what the fuck was that? But no, I went with... Soundwave. <laughs> I went with Lugnut, because... And I have to stress, least favorite, because it's nice to see the Zealot character again, but this guy is no Cyclonus. He's just a... He's evil bulkhead, and he can fly. That's, that's yeah, pretty well, much all he is. That's that's fair. I, I, I do disagree with you on Lugnut. Uh, my least favorite Decepticon was Soundwave, and the majority <laughs> of my notes were, that wasn't Soundwave, fuck you, Henry Gilroy. <laughs> that was not. That was the writer of the, the episode. The box was completely too small. Yes. Like, I get it. This is its own thing, and it's not beholden to G1. It pays homage in its own ways, but animated is its own thing. But that... you. Soundwave is it, it doesn't matter what series you're looking at. Soundwave is the one of the coolest not just Decepticons, but Transformers. Always. Yeah. And that episode, I feel that at the end they were like, ah, oh, we made him cool. No, no, you didn't. It wasn't enough. You just you just stacked the shit higher. <laughs> Cause when most people that maybe don't even follow Transformers, you said name a Transformer. They're gonna name Optimus Prime, and the other iconic one would be Soundwave, right? Like you don't Turn uh, an icon into something that's stupid. Cosmos. <laughs> I think everybody's absolute favorite Transformer, not just in the cartoon, but the toy. The greatest Transformer. Oh, fuck. My cousin had Cosmos. He sucked. Yeah, All right, my brother let's, Adam. Let's, let's move on, Paul. Who is your least favorite Autobot? Oh, I always hate having to say this. But again, least favorite, but it's Optimus. Yeah, I Only, can understand. Unless Sentinel counts, then it's definitely Sentinel. That guy was like a... Dude, bro, I think you call him. He's Total fucking dude, idiot. bro. But I went with Optimus just because uh, it's least favorite. Like he, he, he's this young, eager, oh, gung ho kind of thing. But I don't know. I just didn't really care for him. I guess. Fair enough. I didn't care for him either. He wasn't my choice, but I can understand where you're coming from. He's by the end of this season, at least he had realized, like, okay, I can't always be Academy Keener. Uh, like there, it feels like there's the start of an arc, but yeah, he's he's kind of fucking annoying. Um, <laughs> however, 
on the topic of annoying, mine was Bumblebee because he's an annoying little spaz. And I get that he's written to be an annoying little spaz, but he's still an annoying little spaz. I don't like him. That's hard to believe. I did not pick him. But yeah, Bumblebee, I don't know. There's something about he entertains me, I guess would be the best way to put it. It's just stupid, annoying things, but... I don't know. Plus, he had kind of some neat tricks where he partially transforms to drive up elevator shafts or down minecart tracks and stuff. That was kind of neat. He did. It was, you know, it came to a head for me in the, yeah, it was the last episode, the Megatron Rising Part 2, when they send Bumblebee out and they're like, oh, you're just going to annoy Blitzwing until he, I guess, shuts down or turns <laughs> into a tank. And it was like, oh my God, like I get it, but now I have to listen to it. <laughs> necessary evil of the show i guess yeah yeah uh okay paul who is your least favorite human and why is it sorry <laughs> it's it's not sorry but it's close really? sorry, it was definitely close yeah i went with professor princess if she counts because <laughs> that was just that's a good i didn't fucking even think ridiculous of man but uh otherwise yeah probably sorry because uh, she's just i don't know she, she kind of gets on my nerves and there's so much like all the how many times has she been warned? Don't use your key for ridiculous shit like making air toy airplanes fly around. Like save it for you know legitimate reasons. Well, my choice was sorry, but I kind of I, I I'm thinking pr- uh, Professor. Oh, Princess sorry, now. was definitely my second. Professor Princess second was choice. no, and Professor Princess was just like what what the fuck is this even? Like you're not even trying. Like it's like what you said. I like this, but it needs more cocaine. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, her whole thing. Like w- how does she fly? Does she have superpowers? what is going on like explain <laughs> you explained meltdown you explained nanosec what the fuck is this four-year-old flying on a unicorn to whatever yeah My, yeah was... mine was sorry for pretty much everything that you you just said is she doesn't learn her lesson she's constantly annoying she she is just bipolar like to the nth degree she was a lot to take and this is this is the just the clincher for me is that she they never explain why the key can't be taken away from her and it turns out it just can be all the yeah. ratchet has to do is just go zoom with his uh, magnet weapon so it it just I, I know i've said earlier i think i've said a couple times this show needed a point where they try to take the key away and it won't let them yeah and if they had done that once i would have been all in but they never did uh let's wrap up the least favorite stuff paul what was your least favorite episode? None of them are terrible, but I went with nanosec really? only because it, the, they completely ignore physics. Let's start with that. But they do that and everything. But they basically take this guy and basically make him run till he nearly dies from it. Like, <laughs> you nearly kill this guy. Like, yeah, it's elder abuse. It's hilarious. <laughs> No, you know, even at the end of it, you're like, he's getting in the cop car. He's all feeble and he's got a cane and an old man beard and he's probably going to die tomorrow. It's Why like, are you arresting him? But, but it's OK. I can understand that. Nanosec's going to come up down uh, later on in this episode. Mine was Headmaster. Um, just because the, the headmaster, the ma- something Masterson, whatever that his name guy. was, um, he talked like a cliche, every cliche of early 2000 gamer speak and hacker, hacks or speak. Elite speak. And then Bulkhead's <laughs> whole concern about the art exhibition when like your body is off somewhere else and there's a legitimate threat was just, it, it felt like, you know, in sitcoms when it's like, I've got to go out and have dinner with my estranged wife and kids to win them back, but I also have to meet my boss to get the new account in the bar next door at the same time. It felt like <laughs> shit like that. 
they're constantly getting up between tables and running to the bathroom and changing their jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Mrs. Doubtfire kind of stuff. If Headmaster comes back, which I'm going to bet he does at some point, that'll redeem that episode a bit for me. But anyway, uh, that's enough negativity, Paul. Let's get into some positivity. Who is your favorite Decepticon? Favorite Decepticon is uh, I made a very last minute choice. And I'm going to have to say Megatron because this is a good Megatron. But he's really not in it for very much other than the first and the end. But he's just an awesome, overpowering force. Like none of the Autobots are even close to being a match for him. But uh, just before, like I wrote my notes for this a few episodes ago and I had Blitzwing down because he entertains me. (laughs) (laughs) He, um, Blitzwing almost was my least favorite Decepticon until I remembered Soundwave. (laughs) Just because he's, I, I like, you know what? I like, a third of Blitzwing. Yeah. My my favorite Decepticon. Oh, sorry. On um on Megatron. I can agree with you. This is a pretty good Megatron. It's no prime Megatron. No, no. And I was worried early in this series that it was just gonna be Megahead version 2.0 from Beast uh Machines. Yeah. But it's you know, he's got his own machinations, he's doing stuff, he's actually trying to manipulate things. And I like that he was controlling, you know, the Decepticons before they came in. He's decent. The voice acting's good. He actually did something about Starscream. Like, look at how many other Megatrons that just let this go on, right? Good point. Um, my favorite was Lugnut. I know he was your <laughs> least favorite. But he, he was honestly yeah, I, my... Yeah, you got to stress least favorite, right? I don't dislike him. But he was my favorite for all the reasons he was your least favorite. <laughs> I love a good zealot. I just love how undyingly loyal he is i love his arsenal like when yeah, he goes into that four-legged that really cool. mode and his yeah. back becomes multi-rocket launchers that was very you know macross robotech kind of stuff but i also just like how big he is there was a scene in i think it was megatron rising part one where he and and uh, starscream come face to face and his head is almost as big as Starscream's chest. He is yeah. big. Friggin' massive. I, I will also give commendation to uh, Black Arachnia. She's underutilized. Yep. Um, she doesn't really feel like it's Septicon. If they had have used her more, I would have liked her more. But It feels like there's something... There's definitely something we're not getting the whole picture on her yet because uh, it's like, does she really want the Allspark to heal herself like she keeps saying or does she just using that as her excuse to get the allspark and then she's going to rule the universe right like what really is her ultimate goal right yeah and and why wasn't she like all the decepticons rallied around megatron she has allied and declared herself a decepticon and she was with them in the first episode why is she not part of any of that she like why is she off on her own i have a a feeling and a hope that in season two and or three, Black Arachnia will become one of my favorite. Yeah, oh yeah. Who is your favorite Autobot? Favorite Autobot? Uh, it's Prowl. But Same here. I, I like all of them here, even Bumblebee. But yeah, Prowl, it's, it's obvious. I always go on about how I like the skilled, stealthy fighter. Not the, not the big bruiser that, you know, just punches and smashes everything. Not that there's anything wrong with Bulkhead. This... This bulkhead really entertains me too, but I just like the the skilled, uh, stealthy type. And, and but how he's kind of moody too. At, at first, we called him the moody one. He kind of gets away from that a little bit, I think. But uh, I went with Prowl. I like him. Yeah, his whole he's he's kind of the Karen of the group in that he gets annoyed the easiest, <laughs> and he's trying to get everybody onto his like it, he. I'm waiting for the episode where Bulkhead teaches Prowl how to smash instead of Prowl trying to teach everybody how to be like the ninja or whatever. That said, he does have the best moves. He's had some great moments. Survival of the Fittest is one of my favorite episodes with him. Mm. He does all the cool Matrix shit. And 
Yeah, I, I, I'm, but I'm with for you. some reason he's a maintenance bot. Why isn't this guy like a, a special forces Autobot in in the elite guard or whatever? Like he's not he's not the frontline combatant. Maybe he's the kind of guy that works in shadows. Or maybe it's just like the he's it's the attitude. You know, he he applied and they're like, sir, you got too much attitude. You have to go be moody on an asteroid. <laughs> Uh, it's got it. There's got to be a reason. Maybe we'll get to it. Yeah. I hope there is. There's been enough uh, flashbacks and and reveal backstory in this series so far. Only in 16 episodes that I am hopeful. Mm. Who, Paul, was your favorite human? I went with Captain Fanzone. Yeah, uh, so did I. There, that's great. <laughs> especially in Survival of the Fittest, like you mentioned, yep. and in Headmaster. Like in Headmaster, there's one point where he runs to cover Sari from an explosion, yes. not Doctor Sumdak. So, like you know, this. You, He's good. Co- well, I don't know how well he is as an actual police officer, but he's got that good cop mentality kind of thing. Like he just puts himself at risk to protect an innocent kid from getting blown up. Yeah, he he's a crumb bum. He's no humbug. But at the end of the day, he's like he's a good cop. Um, yeah, fans. So yeah, like I said, fans was mine too. He's I love the voice. The whole Danish French thing yeah. from NYPD Blue. It's got the mustache. The the <laughs> ongoing gags with the megaphone yes. yelling in guys' faces. The he gets I out hate of the machine car. things has got a little old, but I feel like Survival of the Fittest kind of wrapped that up. He doesn't hate machines as much anymore. Hey, he can respect the Autobots, dear. Yeah, go Bears. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Fan Zone is my favorite. And, uh, so let's wrap it up here, Paul. What was your favorite episode of season one, Transformers Animated? Well, we've mentioned it twice. It was Survival of the Fittest. Mine too. It's a Dinobots episode. Usually I don't like Dinobots, but this one I actually did. And Prowl, favorite Autobot, he's kind of the main Autobot in the thing. And Fan Zone has kind of a starring role, and they actually start to get along. Yeah, I expected it was going to be a Fan Zone Bulkhead episode. Bulkhead gets removed from the story fairly early in that one. Mm. And yeah, it's Prowl and Fan Zone. And they even have their little buddy moment at the end of, hey, you're not so bad, there yourself. <laughs> it was also an episode that had Sari, and she was pivotal to the plot, but she wasn't in it a lot. No. I like that. Very much. And yeah, like you said, it's a Dinobot episode. I, I, if, if, we're, if we're going to Lake Erie, Volcano, Dinobot Island, I'm in. Yeah, well, that's the first one where we see the other two transform, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was yeah, kind of, because, yeah. yeah, and Swoop looks fucking cool, I gotta say. Uh, I mentioned earlier I was gonna bring up Nanosec again. I'm giving commendation to Nanosec. I, it was a dumb episode, but it was dumb and fun and silly, and I kind of liked it. <laughs> you're, you're right, it pisses on physics, and you have to shut your brain off for a lot of things. But it did have that bit where Nanosec actually took Optimus on one on one and kind of disabled him for a bit. Mm. And it, like I've said, I think I said in that episode, I like seeing a superhuman go up against a Transformer. That's a cool thing. Yeah. All right. So that's that. Um, so we've, we've, this is our sixth. I mean, if you count Beast Wars and Beast Machines, it's two different shows. This is our <laughs> sixth series of Transformers, if you count Ghost. Go-bots. I keep wanting to say Ghostbusters. <laughs> uh, if we ever run out of Transformers episodes, let's do the real Ghostbusters. Not that weird one from the Hannibal Barbera. Hannibal Barbera one with the gorilla, yeah. <laughs> so we've done a season. What's your thought on animated thus far compared to the other ones we've seen and on its own and all that jazz? I like it. I like it. It is definitely not Transformers Prime, but I don't think anything is or ever will be. That, that show that. was... Uh, it had a few kind of dumb episodes but for the most part that show is a masterpiece like that show it well done it kind of feels like lightning in a bottle like they're not going to get it again just it, all the right voices were there mm-hmm. all the right everything worked the right writers as so much as i want to shit on alex kurtzman <laughs> he produced a really really fucking good transformer show um it has this show has come around to me it 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 felt 
It's it's definitely entertaining. Like there's a lot more times where you, it actually makes you laugh than any any other series ever did, other than maybe a bit of rat trap stuff back in Beast Wars and Beast Machines, but no, it's a good show. Yeah, even rat trap stuff. He was like the comedic, you know, like he he was just there for one line or two. There's whole bits in this where yeah, <laughs> yeah, as dumb as it was when Optimus hit, hit that tanker truck, he's like, I understand something called insurance will pay for this. Like <laughs> yes. that's dumb, and it, but it, it gets a chuckle out of you, and it, it works. And just where these is, guys are so unfamiliar with life on Earth, right? And what they are learning is through the eyes of an eight year old girl, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's uh, in the end. Yeah, I'd have to say I like it thus far. It feels like we're going to get into more like overarching storyline rather than just episode of the week, monster of the week. I hope, I hope so. I'd, I'd really like to see some evolution of the plot and universe. But that's that. Uh, if you want to see something else that isn't that, you can find <laughs> us on Twitter. Huh? I'm at John Sobey. Paul is at P. McPherson one. And uh, that show, this or that or this is that, whatever it was, used to be on CBC. That was a really good fucking show until they took it off the air. Yeah, they're not on there. But uh, Pat Kelly and whatever his name was. But uh, make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. Do you know? I can't remember. I remember this is that or this is that. Do you know what one I remember is um, uh, Wayne Ronstadt with On the Road Again. This week, <laughs> we're going to Shibukto, where we're going to meet a man that remakes violins out of old accordions on On the Road Again. Welcome to the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show on the road again uh, celebration. Yep. We're doing all the CBC shows. All the old CBC classics, baby. <laughs> uh, what's the next episode we're doing? Elite Guard? Something, something else and else? Uh, Transformers.nitpickers.podbean.com.loveya.keepon.transforming. <laughs> See you later. <laughs>